Hello and welcome to another episode of Voice Talk. I'm Terry Kelly, your host. First and foremost, how you are doing? Hope everyone's doing really, really well and things are working out for you. I hope you'll continue working towards achieving your goals, whatever they are, and you're putting the work in. Before I go any further, I'm afraid we've got some building works going on um, next door, so you might hear some strange sounds. I really apologize. I've already tried to record this episode a number of times. At one point, somebody started, um, I don't know, they've had like kind of a head of hammering sounds, so I don't know, they're hammering some nails in or something like that. So, uh, yeah, please be warned. Uh, but I cannot put off this episode because the people, the listeners, they must get value for their money. Okay, so uh, today's topic is, before I reveal today's topic, it's Friday. So if you're one of those people who works like many other people on Monday to Friday and you've got the weekend off, yay, well done. But if you're working over the weekend, hey, it's okay. Sometimes it has to be done. Um, so if you've got the weekend off or if you're working, have a great weekend either way. Okay, so today's topic is marriage problem. Yes, a lot of marriages seem to be going through this with problems upon problems. So today's episode is going to be about how, how to address the issues that have been faced in, uh, that people are facing, either the husband or the wife or both um, are facing in a marriage. So, okay, so let's look at some of the issues. I think one of the uh, obvious ones and uh, a very common one is unfortunately anger, anger issues, okay, or anger problems. So you have a spouse, uh, when they when they lose their cool, they get angry, they sometimes they lash out at you, they just go for you, um, and sometimes they may even just cause harm to their own selves. You know, they might end up smashing, for example, um, a mirror, and where they'll end up cutting their hand, how, depends on how they've struck the mirror, um, or a glass, a piece of glass, uh, and then they end up injuring themselves. But anger, anger is a difficult uh, issue to deal with, uh, it's a difficult problem. And for this one, I won't beat back the bush. If you've got a spouse that's got anger issues, anger issues don't crop up overnight. The most likely, uh, the, the, the most likely thing is that the um, spouse has had this issue for a long time. They might have concealed it in the past, but now it's got to that stage that, you know, every week or every couple of weeks or a couple of times a month, you've got this issue going on. So uh, you really need to get help. You know, you need to work together. To, you need to go to um, to see somebody. You need to see a counsellor. Uh, somebody can help you with uh, anger management and anger issues. Okay? So please... Don't wait around, go out there, get the help you need. Okay, uh, let's move on. Uh, Most of the times we seem to be having unrealistic expectations of our spouses, okay? For example, um, the husband says to the wife or the wife says, yeah, in in, uh, three months, three to six months, I want to get the latest model of the, the best car that's out there. 
okay whatever that car is so this is very unrealistic okay or the uh, uh, one of the spouses says this year where we take two holidays a year this day this year I want to take six okay so you're gonna to have to do a holiday every couple of months so these are totally unrealistic expectations come on people you know you can't put that on your spouse and say look unless you're you're helping you're working with your spouse to achieve these goals and they can of course be achieved but um, for everyday folks like me and you you know it's going to be very difficult from going from one or two holidays there to selling to six okay um, even if you go for a, a one week or two weeks you know there's a lot of implications you've got to think about your work you've got to, if you've got children think about the children think about their schooling um, and then of course the financial cost you know not everybody's going to be able to um, uh, manage the finances to go uh, on holiday six times a year okay so uh, with this one um, it's important to work together and be realistic and be honest don't make empty promises um, or uh, don't tell lies okay so stay away uh, from an unrealistic expectations be realistic uh, do what you can easily achieve uh, if you're going to struggle uh, it's better to to kind of focus on what you can achieve easily rather than something that's going to be much more difficult and you're going to have to go out your way you're going to have to bend, bend backwards but you're going to have to bend backwards to get it done so at the end of it you're going to be very tired tired mentally and physically so unrealistic expectations please throw them out the window okay the next dreaded one is affairs one of the spouse or both could be an affair now this is uh, this is I think really against the institution of marriage um, because obviously this is clearly wrong and it's very hurtful and painful uh, for any spouse whether it be the husband or the wife okay so to deal with that it's extremely difficult people have had uh, breakdowns they've lost their work they've lost their businesses because of affairs so uh, if you're kind of getting tempted to even have an affair, is, you know, you really need to talk to your wife or your husband um, and discuss this issue. Why? Because what normally would happen that to, for you to be tempted to have an affair, you're no longer attracted to your current, uh, to your spouse. I was going to say current spouse, but to your spouse. So you really need to address this. Again, you need to make a priority before it's too late, before the affairs kind of instigate it begins and then uh, it's just going to, uh, the way it's going to happen is just going to end really badly. So affairs, having an affair is never a good idea. Even if you're feeling unloved, some people say that they, they felt unloved so they thought they could get um, love from, another, from this uh, affair, okay, outside of the marriage. And then they find out later on that uh, they didn't even get loved there. So it's not, it's no way a solution. It's not um, something that you want to do. Please stay away from affairs. Do talk it out with your spouse to stop yourself from having an affair. I know it's easier said than done, but you have to, you have to really, um, really, really think this out. Think it through. The most likely. 
outcome of an affair is that the marriage will fail and it will most likely end. Most marriages will end when an affair, you, you see a lot of these prominent um, personalities and celebrities um, when they're seen to have an affair, uh, of course it ends, it's almost instant. So please, before you take any steps to take an affair, don't, you know, just don't take those steps, just stop yourself and do talk to your spouse. Okay, great. Okay, the next win, uh, thing is that the values, uh, the values and beliefs that the spouses have. I mean, they're, never, they're not always going to be in agreement. They will be like chalk and cheese. They're going to be opposites of what the husband uh, has uh, in terms of values and beliefs and what the wife has. So, but you should have had plenty of time to look at each other's beliefs and values, uh, what that person stands for before you got married. Now, if you didn't do that, now you're going to be in a bit of a bit of a bother here, mate. So again, it's about you know understanding each other's beliefs and the values that a person upholds. Uh, again, it's not the end of the world. You can, but you need to um, make your uh, spouse understand. Okay, and you need to actually make each other understand what your values are about, what your beliefs are about. Okay, so, um, you know, and at the end of the day, or the beginning of the day, or the middle of the day, or we say, you have to, um, you have to respect each other's beliefs and values. Otherwise, it's just going to be very difficult because you're going to be, you're always going to be at that clash point, that clashing point or that confrontational point, you know, you, you don't want to go anywhere near that because of your spouse's values and beliefs, okay? So sit down, talk it out. Um, but again, it should have been something that should have been done a long time ago prior to you getting married. Okay, let's move on. Now, sometimes we're not going to realize that are a spouse, you know, sometimes uh, they keep it all bottled up, they're, they're not going to talk about it, but they're in a really, uh, you know, traumatic, traumatic situation uh, in terms of stress. So uh, things like traumatic stress. So they are kind of, you know, uh, keeping that inside of themselves. They just don't feel because it might be that uh, it has some kind of a connection to the spouse this stress is called but it's a like uh, it, in in terms of that is their marriage could be affected so they feel that they have to keep it uh, because it could simply be a conflict of interest so if it is a conflict of interest most likely the spouse isn't going to reveal um, they most likely they're going to conceal that traumatic stress inside themselves and that is of course going to have a major impact on the marriage okay so again it's about talking talking it out sitting down or standing up or, or lying down it's really up to you um, you know discussing it over a cup of tea cup of coffee if you prefer or a drink uh, i'm talking about soft drinks i don't personally drink so i uh, yeah leave that for another episode okay so you really need to um you it's, it's about understanding this one's really about understanding what your spouse is going through and um, it could be either one of you or it could be both of you but you really need to talk this out you need to reassure your spouse 
that look, it's okay. You, you're in this traumatic stress situation and I, I'm there for you. I want to help you. Okay. So even if you're not able to tell me everything about what is causing this traumatic stress, at least, you know, let me know a little bit so I can help you better. Okay. The next thing I want to go into is jealousy. Okay. Jealousy now. We know that very, very many marriages have ended over jealousy. And it could be something silly as, uh, or it could be highly mistaken uh, form of jealousy. Oh, he, he got a call in the middle of the night and he, he, he left the bedroom and he was talking for 10 minutes uh, or 15 minutes or whatever length of time. And he, why did he or she leave the bedroom? and uh, to speak to uh, to this person because obviously he wasn't talking to himself he was talking to someone he or she so uh, you know sometimes it's just we just get the wrong end of the stick you know or, or we bark up the wrong tree we just have to understand look uh, it's human nature sometimes to uh, you know start suspecting our partner uh, or a spouse, a spouse actually, uh, or the wife or the husband that uh, they're up to something, and then that's making us jealous, and that's obviously having an impact on the marriage. Okay, let's move to the next one. Um, is I think is really really important, and uh, it has to be there uh, to address all marriage problems and issues, and that is communication problems. So if you're finding it difficult to relate to your spouse, uh, the particular issue or problem you're facing, uh, you really need to address it. You really need to uh, open the lines, open the lines of communication. You need to, even sometimes, you know, you feel you can't talk face to face. Hey, with this modern technology that we have, hey, why not you can send them a message? You can uh, uh, send, uh, you know, that could be a voice message. It could be a text message. It could be an email. It might seem a bit strange, but look, the lines of communications have to remain open. And these, all these uh, issues and problems we're having, they need to be discussed. Okay. In order for them to be resolved, we need to talk this out. Okay. We need to talk to the husband, need to talk to the wife. Okay. Or both of them need to discuss it between themselves and say, look, hey, I'm having problems even just communicating with you. Can you please sit down with me or stand up or whatever you want to do? Um, you know, I, I'm finding it difficult. I can't talk to you face to face because of this reason or that reason, because of, you know, whatever reasons or mixture of reasons. So, so can you please be understanding and I will, I will discuss it to you uh, why by uh, voicemails or I can or voice messages. Uh, it doesn't have a voicemail, you know. There's so many apps out there. You can send a voice message that way. Okay, you could even uh, use a recording app to record your message and send it um, to your uh, um, spouse. So you can do it like that. Okay, but it's very important that you do communicate to them that you really try and express yourself, what you're finding it difficulty. Sometimes we're worried about the repercussions or we're worried about the reaction from our husband or wife. But look, please don't worry. Just, you know, 
they, you, I'm sure that if you, especially if you've been in a marriage, or if you haven't even for a long time, or it's, it's only been a few months, or it's been six months, a year, it's fairly early. You need to really communicate. Communication is vital uh, to address any of the marriage problems and issues that are going on inside that marriage. Okay? Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to selfish behavior. Now, this one um, is really, I think most of the time, selfish, being selfish is um, something that's overlooked. So we might not even realize that we have been selfish. Um, you know, for example, you, um, you order uh, some food. Food arrives and you're really hungry and uh, um, the food arrives and then uh, so you're kind of, uh, you know, you start eating and then the, the spouse seems to eat most of the food and you're still kind of hungry and uh, before you know it, the food's finished. So then you kind of think to yourself, well, you know, that's a bit selfish. Um, I, I ordered the food and it doesn't matter who ordered the food, okay? Because look, you, you're both, you both know to eat. We all need to eat actually. So uh, it doesn't matter who's ordered it, but it's sometimes just, it's just that small mindedness, you know? Um, we didn't even realize, you know, that the other person was perhaps more hungrier than you were. And uh, you've ended up eating most of that food. You know, just one very basic example. So, you know, without you been realizing it, you might have been, you know, you might have been a little bit selfish there. It's, it's, uh, it's not a cardinal sin spoke, so to speak. So, but it, it does happen, you know. Um, you know, or something else, um, say for example, you've got the last, I don't know, uh, half a litre left of orange squash, and then uh, you woke up in the middle of the night to, to have, a, you felt thirsty to drink it, and you found it, you went to the fridge and found uh, it wasn't there anymore. Hey, come on, it's okay. You know, uh, things happen like that. So, but I mean, it's more uh, when we're being selfish that, when we, I think things like with our time, we're not spending enough time with our wife or husband or spouse, if you want to call it. Okay, we're not doing uh, enough activity or, or activities with our spouses, um, you know, because sometimes work might get in the way or other family members um, that you know, who, they may not even actually live with you, but you seem to spend a lot more time with them. So this kind of, it might appear as being selfish, okay? This is the other angle of being selfish, okay? But you didn't do that on purpose. The, the spouse has had a genuine reason, okay? So for example, say a really close relative of yours is, is, has been hospitalized, so you feel obliged and uh, like anybody else, they're really close to you, you know, to keep wisdom. Um, sometimes, you know, you're staying, spending a lot more time at the hospital than you know, sometime, uh, than you, you should be at home. But, you know, it's understandable. But again, this is not really being, really being selfish. But uh, the spice might not understand that. So again, just talk, talk to them about that and just get it resolved. Okay, now then. Now, unaddressed, uh, moving on, unaddressed marriage problems. Uh, normally lead to a slippery path from where recovery is going to be really, really difficult, okay? It could end up ending the marriage. You know, uh, the worst case 
scenario that could happen. So it's really um, important that any issues we're facing in our marriage or problems, we need to talk and we need to address them. Okay. Otherwise, it's uh, because if you don't talk, if the if communication isn't there, or it is, we can communicate, but we're just not willing to to discuss these issues, and we're not really give them any importance. We've let other things get in the way uh, because this is really a priority, and it needs to be prioritized. Okay. Otherwise, these issues and problems are going to be just linger on and long, and and they they're kind of you know really toxic. They're not really uh, they, they're not good for us, they're unhealthy, you know, and it's from one, one small um, small patch of stress can become a mountain load of stress. Okay, so we really need to make it a priority because uh, to keep the marriage, you know, working and flowing smoothly as it, as it can, you know, we must communicate, we must talk, we must uh, discuss you know, the dialogue has to be there. Without the dialogue being there, and when the communication is lost, I think uh, things get far more difficult because the then the husband thinks, oh, she, she's not interested, and the wife thinks, well, he's not interested too. Purely because we haven't really discussed the issues that are affecting our marriage. Okay? So in conclusion, what I recommend is that the first and foremost, we have to respect each other as a husband as a wife we have to respect each other okay the respect has to be always there okay and we must never lose the respect for each other okay uh, what I just said before moving on to this point talk it out you know keep communication open whatever form you need to use where that's as I said you might need to send a simple SMS message leave a voice note uh, sometimes you might find you can't talk face to face. Hey, how about a call? And you might find it easier to talk on call. But the thing is, it, it, it sounds strange, it sounds a bit awkward, but the thing is, look, you want to get things moving and you want to resolve your issues. So any lines of communications uh, are better than no line of communication. Okay, so you have to talk it out, um, you have to resolve the problems. The, the faster you can do it, the faster, the faster you know, you'll be at peace. Okay, and the next one is really important that you must avoid confrontation at cost. At all costs, confrontation must be avoided. You know, you see a lot of people losing their temper, losing, you know, getting angry, uh, and then they become, uh, you know, because to, to when, when you get angry, to be honest, the aftermath of an angry person is going to take you know, a day or two at least for it to wear off. You know, it will wear off. I mean, it wear off in a couple of hours, but mentally it kind of it be still there. So you need to really avoid before it gets to that stage. Listen, just talk, talk, keep talking. Sometimes might you might talk a bit of gibberish, talk a bit of rubbish, but you can apologize for that. But if you keep it bottled up and inside of you, and there's no outlet for that, for that, um, uh, for that problem issue you're facing is just not going to get resolved okay and the anger is going to be um, building up it's going to keep on building building till it gets to the boiling point and then bang it's going to come out sorry that might be a bit of a dramatic bang there but uh, it really is uh, very volatile i mean uh, anger itself 
can cause a lot of damage. There's a lot of people out there who've done things in haste, not just haste, but when they've been angry, uh, they've taken action at that time and they've regretted it afterwards. But unfortunately afterwards, uh, you know, it, it can't, it can't be, you know, mended that quickly. So it's like, uh, it's like uh, an, an arrow which leaves the bow. It can't return to the bow by itself. You know, it is either hit a target or it's gonna, um, when the flight of the arrow is finished, it falls on the floor, you go and retract it physically yourself. You have to pick it up, put it back in the bow. So if it's already left, left the bow, then it's, uh, it's in, in terms of your words that already come out, you know, then it's gonna be followed by something else. It could be a physical gesture. It could be something that could be drastic. It could be something that could be really lethal. You know, so please, please, please avoid confrontation at all costs, okay? That doesn't mean that you keep avoiding the issues, you keep turning away. No, not at all. You need to address whatever issue uh, you're having or a set of issues or problems, okay? They need to be addressed. Okay, so, you know, talk it out. Um, the, res the respect has to be there all the time. And make sure you talk it out, avoid the confrontation. And remember that, uh, remember this is somebody you love, you know, you fell in love and you got married, okay, unless it was one of those arranged marriages, um, you know, that happened and and then, you, you know, there wasn't any love maybe at the beginning, but then you fell in love, so you kind of were happy and glad it happened, okay, as long as you weren't forced into a marriage, okay. Uh, I'm not kind of propagating forced marriages here, by the way. So, but this is somebody that also you you spend a lot of time with. You've done a lot of things together. Okay, um, it's kind of, you know it's two hearts beating together. So you you still have that love for them. You've just kind of lost that you know spark or sparkle a little bit. So you just need to restore that and continue because marriage is a. Uh, rather the journey of marriage is lifelong okay it has to continue um, but the, the successful marriages will will always prevail over you know the less successful successful marriages because if you're in an unhappy marriage and you've been there for a long time uh, the further it goes on the longer I should say it goes on the more difficult it is to address that okay so you need to really um, um, talk, talk. I think one of the vital, most vital ingredients is to talk out. Let me just have some water before we conclude. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's better. It's really another hot day and a humid day, so I needed to, oh, you heard my bottle click there. So please, 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 talk things out and just before we conclude another thing I wanted to add is that sometimes when when the husband hears the the wife's side story side story and he can't make head and tail of it and then the, uh, the other way around uh, the wife hears the husband's story and then uh, all point of view um, you know then she can't get her head around it so there's all there's a disagreement there so it's not really a world then listen somebody that you from your family that you trust and the husband and the, and the wife agree with somebody that's neutral okay they're not there to say 
to look at, uh, look after, and look at the interests of the wife or the husband. Somebody that's hundred percent neutral, get them on board. Say, look, this is the, this is the problems that we're having. This is the issue we're facing. What do you advise us? You know, sit with them to discuss. Okay, or uh, there could be somebody from one person from the wife's side and one person from the husband's side. But again, they have to be neutral. Uh, if they're biased, then they're not going to be able to. Um, give advice in the uh, fairly and that's the bottom line being fair is the only way forward so get them involved and uh, talk things out don't leave it uh, to that stage where you're thinking about you know totally you know you've given up you know you, you never thought that six months ago or a year ago or five years ago that day would come but now it's come but it's still not too late you can get somebody else involved um, you know, get them involved, family member or a friend, whoever you trust, uh, someone who's neutral. And if that doesn't work, then, uh, you know, seek the help of a marriage counsellor, okay? Book yourselves in to um, guys and girls. Marriage counsellors can sometimes do wonders for us. They're professional, they're unbiased. Uh, that's their job, that's what they do. Their job is to uh, give you the best advice, okay? So, uh, yeah, you can uh, then follow that option. But I think uh, the family member or the friend, uh, someone you've known for a considerable amount of time, or, you know, you know they're fair, they're, they're neutral, they're not going to judge you, uh, the wife, or you, the husband, and then it's well worth bringing them on board. And that will hopefully um, get rid of the confrontation, get rid of the conflict, get rid of... Uh, uh, the closed lines of communications, lines of communications that will be open once again. Okay, so it's uh, just before I conclude, it's never ever too late to save a marriage. Okay, and to resolve our issues, we are we are all human beings. We're gonna make mistakes. Okay, sometimes we might make bloody blunders. Okay, but sometimes they're not intentional. You know, but they might look intentional, but they're not. So you just have to provide the explanation why those events and those things have happened in your marriage okay and if you're a general person you'll be able to convince your wife or your husband and uh, you'll be able to continue having a blissful and a happy marriage thank you very much for listening for another great episode i hope you enjoyed listening i really appreciate you guys coming and listening and you girls and anyone who's listening whether you're the from the young age group the middle age group or the old age group you know you're always welcome to come and listen in and uh, to gain some value get some gain get some uh you know some real value out of these talks and once again if you're able to um make a donation of uh to help this uh, podcast and I'll greatly appreciate anything that you can donate of uh, $0.99, $4.99 or $9.99 dollars, a one-off payment or if you wanted to uh, do it on a regular basis you, you can do so and it will really help to take this channel to the next level uh, and if you're not able to do that, that's fine, absolutely, um, you know, no problem at all, please do at least uh, introduce people to this um, um, podcast which is of course Voice Talk with me Tarek Ali and that again will really um, help to to take this to um, to another level okay thank you very much for listening once again have a great weekend 
and I'll see you guys on Tuesday now. Take care. Bye-bye.